The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the authors and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of my fabulous sponsors or advertisers. Any content provided by our bloggers or authors are of their opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. This disclaimer was provided by DisclaimerTemplate.com. And guess what? This is episode 100. <laughs> this is episode 100 of just Ms. Rose. And it is Saturday, Motherland May 2021. <laughs> Wow, you guys, I went to bed so early last night that I am up super early today. So I'm going, I'm so excited to be recording this episode of Just Miss Rose. I'm, I'm, I'm in a great mood. I'm not going to be late for work for a date, which I'm sure I'm probably booked to the gills. But that's fine because it makes the day go by a lot faster. I don't really have to deal with my, you know, co-workers that much if I, you know, I don't have to interact with anyone. You know, if I'm just working on my clients, I just have to interact with them. And today is going to be a lot like yesterday. I'm not going to talk too much to them. Excuse me. Other than the basic, uh, you know, is that enough pressure? (laughs) Because I'm going to be all inside of my head planning my, uh, you know, my, um, podcasts and my other adventures that I'm going to be having. Now, as you know, I just said it's Motherland May, so we are boycotting TikTok. Now, there's a lot of people that's not boycotting, and I'm going to go on there and look, but I'm not posting any more content for them for the month of May. I'm going to keep my content here, YouTube, Instagram, so follow me on all of those sources, you guys, because I will be there. Now, this is, again, just Miss Rose. And I told you guys I had a surprise about what we're going to talk about. And we're going to talk about this the whole month. I'm going to talk about this on here. And I'm going to talk about it on As the Massage Table Turns. But I'm not going to tell you what it is until I come back. <laughs> but I'll be right back. I love you for listening. <laughs> All right, my lovely loyal listeners, we are back. And we are on a website called zenhabits.net. 
and the article is entitled, How to Find Happiness Within. How to Find Happiness Within. All right. Very little is needed to make a happy life. It is all within yourself, in your way of thinking. Marcus Aurelius Antonius. And this article was post was written by Leo Babuto. Babuta. B-A-B-A-U-T-A. Anyway. We've talked a bit about seeking happiness in external sources. But what's the alternative? Well, the obvious answer is to seek happiness within. But today we'll look at some ways to do, to do that. In truth, this is what the entire Uncover Your Awesomeness is about. So today we'll just be doing an overview, overview and we'll go into more depth in future articles in October. So let's take a look at some internal sources of happiness. Where happiness comes from. It's worth taking a moment to consider where happiness comes from. Is it from things like having someone love you, or eating a fantastic meal, or having a great body, or relaxing on the beach, or drinking a good cup of coffee? No, actually. Those things all are phenomena that happen outside of us, and they don't cause the happiness. They might be correlated with happiness. They happen. And then we are happy at the same time. But it's not a cause and effect relationship. There's another event that's happening at the same time. That event is what happens in our brain between the external event, a good cup of coffee, and our state of happiness. What is this event? It's a process. Let's take a close look. One, we drink a good cup of coffee or read a good book, eat some delicious berries, have good sex, etc. Two, we notice the coffee, pay attention to it. If we don't pay attention and are reading on the internet as we drink the coffee, we don't get the happiness from the coffee. Three, We appreciate the goodness in the coffee that we noticed. It's not just the noticing and paying attention. We have to accept it for what it is and appreciate the good things about it. Number four, this goodness we've noticed causes us to be happy about life. We are now happy about the experience of living, about life itself. Because this experience is filled with goodness even if it's just the goodness of a cup of coffee. So that's it. Noticing and appreciating the goodness in a cup of coffee causes us to be happy about living. And the more we notice and appreciate about our lives and ourselves, the happier we are. We tend to forget that happiness doesn't come as a result of getting something we don't have, but rather of recognizing and appreciating what we do have. Frederick Keonik. Finding it within. So does that mean that happiness is really about external things? 
like the cup of coffee or the sex or the love from someone else? No. It's about the process that happens within. And this process can happen no matter what's going on outside of us. It can happen even if there are no external stimuli because because there are things inside of us that we can appreciate as well. Let me emphasize that. All the raw material we need for happiness is inside of us. The good things we can appreciate to be happy, they are always with us, always there. And the tools for turning these raw materials into happiness, they are within us as well. We just need to develop them. What are the things within us that we can appreciate that can make us happy? Some examples. Are you generous? Do you love? Can you give love? Do you feel compassion? Are you good at something? Are you a good listener? Do you empathize with the pain of others? Do you appreciate beauty in nature, in others? Do you have good ideas? Are you determined? Are you good at sports? Are you creative? And so on. These and more are all internal qualities you might have that you can appreciate that can make you happy about yourself. So, the happiness process, noticing, appreciating, being happy about living, can be applied to things within us, no matter what's going on outside. We can learn to notice and appreciate the good things and the less than perfect things as well in ourselves and start to love ourselves. Appreciating all that's around us. That's just the start though. What's within us is amazing, but so is what's in everyone else and life all around us. These might be external things, but the appreciation for them And the happiness that results comes from within. So the key skill is to learn to notice, accept, and appreciate everything around us and everyone we see and interact with. Look closely at the food you eat and the coffee, water, tea, or wine you drink. What can you notice? Is there good to be noticed that you can appreciate, that can make you happy to be alive? What about the room around you? What about the book you're reading or the blog post? What about the nature outside? Are there things there that you can notice and appreciate? Often, if we fail to see good in things or people around us, or ourselves, it's a failure to pay close attention. If the person near you seems rude or uninteresting, you're not paying close enough attention to the details. Are they also funny or talented or shy but with hidden secrets? 
Are they in pain and in need of compassion? Look closer and see what you can find. Once you begin to pay attention and to look, you'll find some amazing things. All around us are examples of beauty, creativity, inspiration, triumph, pain, joy, life. And once you get good at this, you can start to appreciate the not-so-perfect things as well. We judge other people's flaws and our own flaws as bad. But what if they're just a part of being human? Then, aren't the flaws a celebration of who we are as humans? Aren't anger and rudeness and mistakes a part of our beauty as human beings? I've been learning to appreciate the flaws in my children, for example, as beautiful as part of the signature of who they are. My little daughter is loud and bold while my youngest son is quieter, but full of emotion and adventure. They are different, and those differences are part of what makes each of them wonderful in their own way. If we didn't have these flaws, we wouldn't be as wonderful. And this is true, of course, of ourselves. We all have flaws, and we should celebrate them. Notice them, yes, but appreciate them and use them as reasons to be happy to be alive. Once we can do this, we can see the wonder in every little thing around us and inside us. And then we realize that life is a true joy in every moment if we simply pay attention and appreciate it. We'll be right back, you guys. All right, my lovely loyal listeners, we are back on a website called lifehack.org. And the article is entitled, Five Tips to Stay Positive in Negative Situations, written by Emma Watson. Emma is a professional blogger who shares about lifestyle tips on Lifehack. Okay. Negative situations happen all the time. We can't avoid them. So how can we counteract their negative effect on our lives and our attitudes? Learning the power of positive thinking helps us stay positive even in the midst of tragedy. Learning how to stay positive in negative situations is invaluable in leading a healthy lifestyle. Here are five ways you can achieve this. One, have a positive support group. It's important to have a positive support group that will help each member through difficult times. Notice that I said a positive support group. Surrounding yourself with positive people will help you stay positive when in a negative situation. There are plenty of negative people out there. Avoid them. 
their negative attitudes will only bring you down and bring count and be counterproductive to what you are trying to achieve by practicing positive thinking. Learn more about the power of positive people around you. And there's a hyperlink to the hidden power of every single person around you. But remember, you guys, this is just Motherland May 1st. We have 31 days and we're going to have that's oh, that's oh, did I tell you this part of the surprises? I'm going to record every single day of Motherland. <laughs> yes, I have to occupy my time because, you know, you, listen, you guys know I'm addicted to TikTok now. Number two, express what you are grateful for. Even in the worst of times, most of us realize that we still have things in our lives for which we are grateful. Voice these, voice those blessings. Practice gratitude. There's a hyperlink to here's how. And I'm going to actually go ahead and click that, you guys. 40 simple ways to practice gratitude. Nope, we're going back. <laughs> we, again, we have 31 days, but this is day one. So <laughs> listen, this is just Miss Rose. Y'all know it's random. And if you're new, it's random, maybe. <laughs> okay, let me start over. Even in the worst of times, most of us realize that we still have things in our lives for which we are grateful. Voice those blessings. Practice gratitude. Talk about the things you are grateful for with your closest friends, your support group. Keep a gratitude journal to capture the thankfulness you feel for what you have on a daily basis. Actively acknowledging what you're grateful for will help you to always have a grateful mind and heart, even when bad things happen. And the gratitude journal has a hyperlink. I'm not even going to touch it because it might be 40 words or something. Number three, retrain your mind. Are you a person who continually beats yourself up mentally? I am. Do you constantly question your actions? Believe me, I've been there. Nobody needs to call me stupid because I can do that just fine myself. Retrain your brain to stop doing that to yourself. The more you talk negatively to yourself, the more that negativity will become a part of you. Instead, practice the power of positive thinking. Anytime a negative thought comes into your mind, replace it with a positive one. At some point, this will become more natural as your brain automatically turns a negative into a positive. Try these 15 ways to practice positive self-talk for success. Another hyperlink. We're going to have a fabulous month. You guys, I'm so excited. We're going to be on this page for a whole week. <laughs> How are you feeling? I'm fine, but I'm not going to answer that right now. Number four. That was a pop-up, you guys. I'm on my phone. I'm going to do some of these on my computer, too, because I've got this headset. But, oh, I digress. Number four, exercise your body and mind. We know that exercise is good for our bodies. But what about our minds? 
Sure it is. It releases those natural endorphins in our brains that make us feel better. Exercise has physical as well as mental and emotional benefits. Getting out there and moving around will keep your body in better shape as well as boosting your self-esteem for having the discipline to exercise. You might try adding yoga into your exercise routine. Another hyperlink I'm not touching. Now and then, you might try adding yoga into your exercise routine now and then to help you learn to really focus and meditate. Exercise is an excellent way to fight the negative effects of bad situations. Number five, accept and find solutions. Many of us are resistant to changes. Another hyperlink. Many of us are resistant to changes in our lives. We must do what? We're going to start over. Number five, accept and find solutions. Many of us are resistant to changes in our lives. What we must do is learn to accept that change will happen. Haven't you heard that the only constant in life is change? There is a lot of truth to that. As we continually go through changes, whether good or bad, accepting that changes are a part of life, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> oh, excuse me, y'all, mm. I don't care, y'all got to hear this, I'm not retaping, <laughs> there is a lot of truth to that, wait, right, where were we, haven't you heard that, quote, The only constant in life is change, end quote. There's a lot of truth to that. As we continually go through changes, whether good or bad, accepting that changes are a part of life can help us to relax and be more accepting. Try to look for the positive aspect. For example, if you're in a bad job situation, what do you do? Accept it and try to make it better? Possibly. Or maybe this is a chance to make a change for yourself and look for that job you really want. Final thoughts. More tragic changes, such as death, will throw us off even worse. But when our brains are practiced on how to stay positive in negative situations, even tragedy won't destroy us. With the power of positive thinking, we can learn to put negative situations in perspective and to deal with them as they arise. More positive vibes. Five steps to cultivate a positive mental attitude. Why negative emotions aren't that bad and how to handle them. How to think positive thoughts when feeling negative. Those are all positive. I mean, those are all hyperlinks, you guys. Beyond all the motivational quotes, songs, and mantras. If you want to feel energetic about life again, you need to build yourself a simple motivation system. Grab your free motivation checklist to stay motivated. Okay, you guys. And that is on the website lifehack.org. I think we're going to be on lifehack.org for a lot of Motherland May. Now, again, this was written by Emma Watson. And Emma is a professional blogger who shares about lifestyle tips on Lifehack. 
thank you, Emma, for your contribution to this Motherland May first episode of Just Miss Rose. And with that episode, with that article, you guys, we are going to close this episode out for today. But as I said, I'm going to be making 31 episodes. So for my loyal listeners, you guys, please download the Anchor app, follow me, send me a voice message, and come on here with me so I can interview y'all. All All right now, I love you for listening. Tell your friends about this and we'll see you tomorrow.